Hey, it's Andrew, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Did you know that you can subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast on Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts to have new episodes delivered to your feed twice a week on Wednesday and Friday? All you have to do is pick up your phone, navigate to your podcast app, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse podcast and click subscribe. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy the Door County Pulse podcast. Welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast, where each week we talk with the writers and editors of the Peninsula Pulse about the stories you can find in this week's issue. I'm Andrew Clyden, and I'm joined today by Grace Johnson, the events calendar manager for the Pulse, and Celeste Benchwall, the social media strategist. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Pretty good. <laughs> cool. So uh, you've both been on the podcast a couple of times now, uh, and we, we kind of wanted to talk this time about a project that you are working on and have worked on in the years past that's really exciting. It's the Summer Music Preview. So, Grace, you've had your head in this for a couple of years now, right? Yeah, I've actually been helping work on the Summer Music Preview since my first year here as an intern, which is which was in uh, 2014. I have been working on this um, for a number of years in kind of different respects. And Celeste, you interned for us last year, and you kind of had your head in the music scene up here. Now that you're with us full-time, you're still doing that, right? Yes. Uh, mostly last summer, I just did some feature stuff and was doing more articles. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing it again this summer, along with news. But Cool. So tell me what the what the summer music preview is and what it what it's kind of historically been, because it's it's taking on some different shapes and forms this year, and we're excited to talk about that. But what are the basics behind the summer music preview? So... Basically, what the purpose of this whole thing is, is during the summer, the music scene just really blows up in the county. There are so many places open. We have lots of people doing shows during the weekend and during the week and all this kind of stuff. And it's just to be able to have that all in one spot and to be able to easily access that information and be like, this is everything that's going down in live music this summer. So it's always included a calendar, lists of venues that you can go to. We usually highlight some artists and um, concerts in the park and all this kind of stuff. So it covers a wide range because it's not only just bar bands that we highlight, but also there are a lot of concert performances and everything up here and family-friendly live music performances up here. So. Well, and that's that's something interesting to hit on, too, because the, the live music scene up here is very diverse. You have a bunch of venues that have performance spaces in them, whether they be, you know, bars, restaurants, those kind of things. But then you have concert halls, auditoriums, all sorts of different avenues for you to go see live music. Um, and to have them all in one spot is is really cool. Traditionally, was this a part of a pulse issue or was it an insert that people could grab uh, on its own? It's always been an insert. Um, the format of that insert has changed a little bit over the years um, from like when they first started off. I believe it was kind of thrown together really quick. There wasn't much thought that was put into it other than like maybe we should do this. And, you know, they were finding random information and weird um, polls and things like that that they put in there to help fill up space. But it's always been um, an insert. And this year, it's going to be done a little bit differently, right? You you and the mm -hmm. team have kind of come up with a new concept for both the preview and some other exciting ways for people to hear about music, right? Yeah. So usually with the summer music preview, 
in the past, since I have been working here, there's usually two people that work on it. We have in the past, it's been the events calendar manager and then one other person, which when I was here, that was me um, or our events and entertainment editor and one other person, which since I've been here, it's been me. And it wasn't until last year that I was the only person working on it, really. There was kind of some things that I delegated, like Celeste was here last year and they helped with um, writing the features and everything like that. But coming up with making sure that we have everything in there that we needed to and all this kind of stuff, it was very overwhelming to have to keep track of all of that information and not um, be able to look to someone who's kind of the person in charge and be like, hey, what am I missing? I'm the one that has to make sure that nothing is missing. So this year we have more people in the office. Celeste is back and there are just more people where we can take the time to like actually sit down and think about what is going in there. Whereas before it was only, okay, there's two people working on this maybe. We're all very busy, all doing other jobs. So we might not be able to dedicate as much time to it. So this year we have a good group of women to sit down and we brainstorm some new ideas and try to bring some of that quirkiness and I don't know, quirkiness and liveliness, that kind of whimsy that was in a lot of those first issues instead of being a very formulaic process. Right. With the extra with the extra hands on deck, you've been able to kind mm-hmm. of expand the scope of the project. It's yes. not just a calendar with with. Uh, groups and dates on it. Yes. Now you've been able to do some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got the print edition, of course, and you can mm-hmm. access all of this stuff online. But Celeste, you were telling me about the weekly music preview as well, which is a new project. Yes. Um, this is something for those music gurus to sign up for. Um, it's going to be an email campaign that we're going to send out every week that will highlight upcoming music events, um, like probably discussions about music, uh, just things like that so you know what you should check out in the next week or weekend. Um, Cause it's sometimes hard to get all that information just from the website. I mean, there's a lot of music going on. So this is your way to get all of that in one email, especially for, you know, the music lovers. Right. And we, we have a pulse picks, which is our weekly email or our, our daily email blast that goes out and kind of informs people what's going on in the County, what they can expect to see in the upcoming issue of the pulse, all of that kind of stuff as well. So that's a great way to kind of keep up on the news and the events that are going on in the County. And, and this is an awesome way to keep up on all the live music. Cause like we talked about, there's so much, I mean, there's no way that you can really see it all. And on any, mm-hmm. on any given night, there's going to be you know, dozens of different performances up here, all different genres and styles. I was going to say, actually, this morning I did a test export of the calendar for the music preview this summer. And this is not including the like concert performances. There were 736 live music events that we have in our calendar. And that is not even all of them. A lot of people, the schedules that they send us aren't complete yet because they haven't finished filling out their calendars for the summer. So to already have 736 live music events that you can go see within a span of like three months is insane, especially considering the the size of our county. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. I've never lived in a large city before, but I mean, I think it's pretty impressive that everyone up here can do that. Right. And there, there, that's 
that's multiple different live performances that are yeah. happening every single day of the week. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go see live music, I mean, you can pretty much just go out and find it every night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm hoping that these uh, email blasts will be an easier way for people to like more directly check out the acts. Um, I'm hoping to do like have videos in the email and linking to their like artist Spotify pages and their Instagram, social media. And I think that'll just be an easier way for people to find out exactly what kind of music they want to be seeing in the next week or weekend. Like, plus, sometimes you can't always carry out, um, carry around a paper, even though it's a small insert. You know, it's easy to just whip out your phone and check the email to see what's going on. And mm -hmm. instead of, you know, like, oh, I forgot that. What's happening? So right. I can just open up. Well, and Celeste, you, you just hit on the other part of it, too. So a big part of your job here is going out and meeting musicians and interviewing them. Uh, writing up articles about the different live or all of the different people who are coming into the county, uh, local music and beyond, right? Yes, absolutely. And it's even hard for me to keep straight sometimes. I mean, there's so much going on. Um, but it is really fun to get to talk to those people because they're, you know, musicians are doing hard work too, hauling all their equipment and practicing and stuff. So it's nice to give them some more like direct recognition with this uh weekly preview. Well, and it's great to be able to to hear about uh, a group that's coming up or somebody who's in the counting to read an article about them, learn more about their music and, and more about it. I mean, that's just going to enhance your your audience experience as well. When mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I read all about this guy in the paper and it was a really cool article. Now I want to go see him. I mean, you might pick up on things that you, you didn't even know you would have checked out otherwise. Right, exactly. So when is the summer music preview going to be live and when can people start subscribing to the email blast? Um, we're hoping to launch uh, the weekly preview with the summer music preview. So that'll be coming out Friday, June 7th. Um, and then following that, we're hoping to get that email blast out every Tuesday morning to get people some time to prepare for their weekend events. Okay, why don't we take a break and when we come back, we're going to give people a little bit of a sneak peek at some of the musicians that are coming up into the county this summer. Cool. <laughs> They called themselves the Stradivarius Builders of Sturgeon Bay because the guys at Palmer Johnson were artists in wood and metalwork, anything you imagine. They did it so beautifully well. The first fishermen came down the lake from Mackin Island, worked their way along the north shore of Lake Michigan, and they came because of the whitefish. The whitefish were abundant. In 1945, 2000 German prisoners of war came to Door County and picked cherries for just one harvest season. Peninsula Filmworks is dedicated to telling the stories of Door County, past, present, and future. To learn more about the history of shipbuilding in Sturgeon Bay, to see how the cherry became a Door County icon, or to watch the peninsula's last remaining fishermen brave the waters to haul in thousands of pounds of whitefish daily, and the many other incredible stories produced with the Door County Visitor Bureau, visit doorcounty.com slash ourdoorcounty. Okay, we are back. So uh, tell me a little bit about some of the bands that are coming up into the county this year. So one group that I'm really looking forward to, I have seen them live once before, and you have to see them because they're amazing. The group is called Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers. They are going to be performing at the uh, Door County Brewing Company and Music Hall. I can't remember what, June 22nd, I believe it is. It's a Saturday. And... They are nuts. They're like a weird kind of combo of like a groove, funk, um, sort of almost like a weird 
flower power, but galactic vibe. They're, it's bonkers. And it's so interesting because all of their recorded music, when you listen to it, it's pretty laid back and you're like, oh yeah, this is like a nice summer groove, driving around with your windows down kind of vibe. But when you see them live, you you wouldn't think it's dancing music necessarily, but when you see them live, they have so much energy and it is so infectious. All of the guys in the group are hysterical. If they're not playing their instrument at the time, they don't just stand there. There's this one guy who plays a saxophone and he pretty much only ever wears a toga around his waist. And then he has these glasses that are like made of wood and they have like the little arm parts of your glasses are actually just chains that are weighted down with like a small piece of wood. Um, and sometimes he kind of wears like a little shoulder thing, but he's pretty much just like half naked playing a saxophone. And if he's not playing, he's just running around and like jumping and dancing and interacting with the other members. And they just have so much fun. And because they are having so much fun, you have so much fun. And I love that. You know, uh, a group like that with that kind of like energy, mm-hmm. I think is a good fit for the brewing company. Uh, because like, for instance, when you when you take in a show at Door Community Auditorium, especially if it's not like a weekend show and it's one of those like high energy or audience participation shows, uh, sometimes you can get a crowd that's a little a little sleepy. Mm-hmm. And it, that that's always a challenging experience. Uh, we went and saw um, Step Africa at the Door Community uh-huh. Auditorium, and it was incredible. Like, the, the energy and the movement and the dance and all that stuff was awesome. Uh, but I knew exactly the type of show it was going to be when the the guy came out right at the beginning, and he was like, how's everyone doing? And everyone was like, we're fine, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool, I can't wait to get into this. Yeah. So uh, I think a venue like the... Door County Brewing Company is is awesome for a super energetic band mm-hmm. like this because you're going to get people really rowdy and stomping yeah. around there. So like usually if you want to get something a little different, the Door County Brewing Company usually has pretty quirky groups. They do have a lot of people that come back from previous years, I've noticed, um, some groups that they like that come back, but they don't have a lot of your typical Door County players. So if you're looking for something a little weird, a little new, want to maybe get introduced to some weird combination of genres that don't make any sense when you read it, but somehow make sense when you see it, I would probably go there. Who are you checking out this summer, Celeste? Um, I think just because I moved here, I've been trying to get into the local acts a little bit more. And um, I've been talking to Marcus Trana, who is working with Genevieve Hayward, and they're both local names in music, and they are doing a new act, uh, Genevieve Hayward in the North. And they are releasing a single and music video in June uh, with an EP to follow. So they'll be touring all over the place in Door County this summer, which I'm excited about because Genevieve's voice is insane. So, yeah, I've just been uh, hoping to check out a lot of the local acts here. Have you seen many of the the, the local staples yet? I mean, I, I see the ones that perform at the big events because we do a lot of events coverage on the film work side of things. So I always see, you know... Uh, what are they called? Big Mouth. I always okay. see Big Mouth, Dirty and I Deuce. see Dirty Deuce, and I see the the reggae group. Do you know the Unity? name? Yes, Unity. Unity. Kathy Greer probably is mm-hmm. one. Yep. Katie Doll is I one. Seen her yet. I mean, I don't go to live music events. <laughs> like, okay, let's just be honest. I would love to say that I go to all of these events, and being the events calendar manager, I see all of these. I'm like, oh, that sounds so interesting. But I have another job that's at night, and a lot of these performances are at night. 
and I can't go to them. And the ones that are in the afternoon, I can't go to because I'm working here. <laughs> so it's kind of an unfortunate situation. Um, Let's just get live music to come to the to, drive-in and perform for you there. Exactly. I would love if some group wanted to come and park it in the uh, concession stand with me and play some funky beats while I'm serving up popcorn. So, Or they can just park it in the studio. Uh, and be on the podcast. Yes, yeah, that'd be fun. So that's the other thing, Celeste. You had mentioned that uh, that in your travels, talking to all of these different people, uh, one of the things that we really want to try to do with the podcast this summer is get musicians into the studio to talk about their upcoming events, uh, both local and people who are visiting. So as part of this, you know, summer music initiative, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get people to come in and talk as well, because that's another really great element to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, just because I'm a big music person, I love hearing other musicians talk about their process. So I think it would be nice for, you know, whoever lives here and whoever's visiting to get to hear that firsthand from the artists themselves. Um, And if we can manage to get some people in here, we would love to put that in the weekly music preview. Mm -hmm. What are some other groups that are coming up that you guys are excited about? Um, I, one of the features I wrote was about the Squeezettes. Um, they are a polka band, but not quite so traditional. And honestly, like polka is not my thing. But when I was, uh, watching some of their YouTube videos, I was like, this seems super fun. I need a beer in my hand right now. I need to be at a festival. Like that's just the kind of vibe they were putting off. So I, yeah, I'm, I hope, would hope to make it to that show. It sounds really fun. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say also, Typically in um, music previews of past, a lot of our um, features were mostly focused on what you kind of like typically think of as a live music event. Um, But this year we've included a couple of ones that are a little different styles, um, including Hiroya Tsukamoto. And I wrote about him. So I was listening to his music and he is a classical guitarist and his music is stunning. It is so beautiful, and it's not something we typically put in there, but I'm like, this year we're doing something different. So we are going to highlight this classical guitarist from Kyoto, Japan, who came to America and is just kicking butt, and it's just very lyrical-sounding, and it's got like a very, I don't know if music can have like an earthy vibe to it, but it's so pleasant. Like, you cannot be mad at it. That reminds me of my most anticipated show at Door Community Auditorium, which is Jake Shimabukuru, oh, who the, is the yeah. ukulele player. He is fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you've never seen Jake's work, you should look him up on YouTube because he plays the ukulele, but he plays it unlike anybody else ever. I mean, he, he became a viral sensation, like, 10 years ago on YouTube playing My Guitar Gently Weeps and, like, really kicking that song's butt it was incredible and then from there just you know exploded and became this huge touring musician he's been up here a couple of times and i'm looking forward to really taking it in this time because it's as far as i know it's just him on stage with uh a bunch of effects pedals and loopers and he creates incredible music with just Mm -hmm. an electric ukulele yeah that's pretty sweet actually thinking of ukuleles aside from your kind of one-off music performances. A lot of places have weekly music. They have um, different artists weekly. And the cookery has um, the, what is it? No Name Ukulele Band. Every Tuesday, I want to say. I have too many events in my head, so that might be off by one day. But I'm pretty sure they perform every Tuesday. So that might be something to go check out if you're interested in 
ukuleles. There's like other ukulele like clubs and groups that get together weekly. And oh yeah, there's like a there's a group at the YMCA, the Ukulele Society yep. gets together. <laughs> Those guys. And uh, Those guys. yeah, we talked about them on the weekend primer a lot. Me and Matt did. And oh, I man. my story is that I would go to the Y and I'd walk by and see their like jam circle playing. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they're doing like ukulele or uh, I'm pretty sure they were doing like Yankee Doodle Dandy. Uh, <laughs> now I don't know if they do contemporary hits or if you could show up with like some really cool music and be like, "Hey, what about this?" And you could mm-hmm. all jam out together. But uh, if you play the ukulele, and uh, odds are, if you're under like 26, you probably have tried it at some point. You should definitely <laughs> go to the Y and shake it up a little bit there. Any other names that you guys are really excited about before we wrap up? There are 736 events, and all of those are entered by hand. So I'm trying to remember. So many. Um, there's this group that's coming to the Peggy Egan Performing Arts Center in Egg Harbor. This is also a name that I'm probably going to mispronounce, but it's like Brule, Brule. It is a um, ensemble kind of performance, and it's a mix of like classic rock and uh, Native American instrumentation. Hmm. And then they also incorporate um, traditional like dances and all of the regalia and everything. And it's pretty cool. And I thought that was really interesting because I listened to um, a group called A Tribe Called Red. And they kind of do something similar except for um, more current music. So they do a mix of traditional um, Native American music mixed with like EDM dance music. And if you have not listened to it, it's super cool. So they kind of have like that same concept except it's classical rock and the um, traditional music and the guy who started the group has a really great story um he was adopted when he was younger and he lived in a primarily like white small midwestern town and he didn't really know his background or anything like that and then later on in life he ended up finding his biological brother and he introduced him to um all of his like biological family side of his life that he just didn't know so he ended up using music to kind of incorporate these two sides of his lives that he held dear to him like he they were both very important to him so he kind of combined them in a very cool way yeah that's very cool i kind of feel like door county is just a magnet for all sorts of different music like it's just such an artsy community that i think this is a you know a town that's open to listening to all sorts of stuff. I think it's well, great. Yeah, and there, there's so many different venues and so many different types of venues. Your audience is going to be varied depending on where you're at. So, I mean, you can go take in a, a jazz group. You can do rock and roll, reggae, anything across the board. It, it pretty much all comes up here. Uh, maybe not so much hip-hop. Is there any hip-hop people coming up this year? Instagram. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've already passed. That already happened, but it was a hip-hop bluegrass band, and their music sounded insane, and they're, like, award-winning, had one of their songs uh, on an FX TV show, so sad mm-hmm. I missed that one, but... Yeah. I think... I want to say that there are some groups that do... There are a lot of DJs up here. Um, I know Husby's is going to have DJ Brawny once a week come in. I think that's also on Tuesdays. Um... And then the Bricklot Pub, usually in Sturgeon Bay, they usually have a lot of DJ-ish nights <laughs> and music and stuff like that. Um, so there are places to get it, but mm-hmm. it might just not be as um, frequent as everything else. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to checking out the summer music preview. And uh, once that launches, we've got the weekly music preview as well. So you can mm-hmm. get uh, weekly music insights, concert dates, and articles and more delivered straight to your email. 
Uh, seems like it's going to be a really cool project this year, and uh, I can't wait to see it when it comes out. Thank you guys so much for chatting with me, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thanks. Thanks. These stories and more will be available in this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available throughout Door County. For more headlines, visit DoorCountyPulse.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you.